Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And welcome back to Guild Fellows. We are back on the Seventh Seas today, so we have some quick housekeeping uh, housekeeping details. I'm trying to figure out how uh, how dramatic wounds work and minor wounds work. And typically, the normal way to play is they kind of disappear, <laughs> like all of them, um, by the end of the at least by the end of the the episode. And we, a lot of people on the online community have found ways to roleplay that to make it a little bit more fun, you know, have make it a little bit more dramatic, as hence the point of dramatic wound. Um, and so going forward, minor wounds will disappear at the end of the episode. Uh, depending on a dramatic wound, there might have to be some roleplay or some roles to try and fix that. Uh, just so everyone knows. <laughs> uh, that's what we decided on. Um, the Kraken wounds were all pretty minor. They all got healed when the gang was in France bathing and enjoying their hotel room for all of like four hours before it got burned to the ground. And that is everything. So we're back on the high seas. How are you three doing? Well, Arthur's feeling great now that he doesn't have a bunch of wounds anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Q has like a lot of emotional wounds. (laughs) Uh, you guys took two hells, like just hell of a bath for both of you, but it just can't can't heal the inside. <laughs> no, it cannot. Yeah, Q. Between your girlfriend's like keepsake dissolving into water and your home country spurring into civil war, do you want to do you want to talk about your feelings? We have some time on the ship with some alcohol. If you want to, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't really like talk about feelings in right, the family right. we just sort of um i'll just take the yeah, okay alcohol. cool yeah under- understood understood <laughs> arthur's like i didn't really want to anyway i was just you know asking for, for so your I, sake I'm, just... I'm not equipped to handle all that <laughs> just want to give the option when <laughs> <laughs> you're to somebody's hometown and country being destroyed as all that is anybody really prepared to talk about all that. I I don't really think there's like a, a rule book for how you deal with somebody's country falling apart and the magical girlfriends also dissolving. I don't know. Um, great. Uh, we're going to Sinead real quick. Sinead, your black spot is getting worse, um, but your sailing is doing great. What's uh, what's going through Sinead's mind on your first time back in high seas in a while? Um. Well, she's definitely enjoying herself uh sailing that's a that's a plus but uh i think the the black spot is worrying her a little bit because it's it's hurting a lot um she doesn't know what that means and apparently no one else is feeling the same way so 
what the hell is all that about? Giuseppo <laughs> <laughs> uh, is doing his usual sulking. Uh, he's a very moody uh, Vodachi boy. And so far, the seas seem relatively calm. It is the break of morning. It looks like the it's the sky's not too red. It's going to be a beautiful day for sailing. So far, according to superstitions and things I read on the internet recently. And the sea seems to be having a very good day. Behind you, it, the, it looks like the cinder of Montaigne is now completely gone. You can't see it from any vantage point anymore. There's some clouds deep in the distance, which could either be clouds of smoke or normal clouds. It's hard to tell at this point. And so, now for the fun part. Quick uh, random encounter generator. <laughs> Everybody roll exactly one d10 and apply it to my little chart to see what happens to you guys. Maybe something, maybe nothing. Oh, Lord. I got a one. One plus... Uh... Uh, I got a seven. Seven. All right. Eight. I got a nine. Nine. All right. <laughs> and we're going to roll for Giuseppo. See how he does. Oh, okay, nice. Okay, so uh, he got a four, and as we all know, four plus one is five, and the other numbers all add up to something else. Yeah, numbers do add up to other things. I'm kind of <laughs> surprised you put the four and the one together, and not the nine and the one. But you know, let's oh, yeah, want to do that math. Is it not twenty one? <laughs> Nine plus one plus five. Did we get uh, a Yahtzee? Plus... Did you get a, a Yahtzee? <laughs> Yahtzee? Was it not a one, four, seven, and nine, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was a one, four, seven. Yeah, it's a 21. Just so everybody knows. He got the uh, seven C Yahtzee. <laughs> Yo, um, we got yeah. the magic dice number. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you sailed into the morning... The nice, calm sea gets a little bit choppier, but not too much to be worried about. It looks like the weather is going to be fine, but the waves, for some reason, keep getting giving you a little bit more grief. And I'm 99% sure wind causes waves, so it's kind of a weird combination, as if something beneath the water was causing uh, the disturbance. It's building gradually, but not quite enough to be terribly worrying. It looks like it's mostly pulling the ship in uh, slightly. It's making it go a little bit faster. It's pulling slightly uh, starboard at the moment. Does anybody notice or take care about this, or are we all too focused on our specific problems? <laughs> I mean, Sinead's going to like try to wrangle against it, like you know, just to keep control. So um, it's going to keep building up and up against Sinead. Um, but, of course, Sinead is our favorite uh, f- favorite pirate below the age of... How old was it? You're 15? 15. 15. I knew that. It's in my character sheet you guys sent me that I read. Uh, <clears throat> so, as it's pulling against you, I need to see uh, if you can roll Resolve plus Sailing for me. Resolve And let's see if you sailing. can escape this account- encounter before it starts. And if Sinead, like, said anything, I would help where I can. That's uh, a good hint. I, it's not really in character for her, too, so she's not gonna. Um, I respect it. This actions will have consequences. <laughs> and I get, a, <laughs> I get a bonus die, right, for... Uh, the first time rolling sailing, yep. Uh, so 
I was actually um, gonna. If you guys had all worked together, I was gonna let you guys all work together, but you didn't, and I don't feel like changing the 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 raises for this. So if uh, I had, I planned all you guys working together. So. If you can give me nine by yourself, you could absolutely avoid this encounter. There's no as way. It starts. <laughs> um, uh, a, I'm a only rolling g- seven dice. <laughs> <laughs> so an eight is gonna off all the exploding dice. You get like eight tens um, with seven dice. It's amazing. If you can give me at least an eight, it'll be pretty easy. Same with a seven, and uh, it'll make more sense after you see what this encounter is on the high seas. And it goes on a sliding scale on how difficult it will be for you guys to get out of this one. It'll be more difficult as you go down. If you get me a zero, then your ship is going to sink immediately. <laughs> and that'll be fun. <laughs> I don't if think give... it's possible for me to get zero. but it's cl- it, Well, it's not impossible, but it's no. going to be very hard. <laughs> um, if you roll seven ones, I mean, that's a zero race. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, see what you got. All right, let's go. Oh shit! Okay. Um, I gotta pair these together. Oh god, I did roll low on a few of these, so that's not great. But I did get an exploding, uh, ten. So, okay, okay. There's so many dice in front of me. I'm sorry. I'm not good <laughs> at this, and I have to like a lot of them are. Okay, so that's that. That's that. Okay, that's <laughs> three raises. All right, you got a solid three raises. This <laughs> is fewer than this I was expecting. This is not fair. This is like you stack this against me. I I you way I, stacked this against me. I figured you'd all work as a team, like the other four sailing checks we've made this campaign. <laughs> well, so Sinead as decided <laughs> she was super prideful about big waves, so now. <laughs> You well, know. you guys haven't been super helpful when coming, like, as it comes to sailing so far, so. <laughs> Just getting drunk on the ship. I mean, you haven't told us what to do. <laughs> You're the one with all the sailing experience. I'm just waiting for you to be like, hey, I need you to go tie that rope down. I need you to, you know, boom the jig or whatever. Um, <laughs> well, you nailed speaking. it. Boom the jig is a real thing. Boom the jig. <laughs> <laughs> So you strapped down the boombox. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was this big of a thing. You just said that the, the waves were getting a little bigger, which is not <laughs> that big of a deal. He, it wasn't he a preceded big... that by saying, I'm going to roll something on the random encounter table. <laughs> well, in my point of view, I don't know that. I'm trying to stay in character here. You forgot the. It wasn't a big deal. So you forgot the boom to jig. That was the problem. Now it's a. Now it's a big deal. I'll become uh, useful whenever the boom jigger that's under the waves becomes aggroed to us, and I can. I'm shoot sure it with arrows. if you two have eyes, you two are allowed to perceive. You can tell that something's a little bit wrong. I would assume, yeah. But Q's the kind of person who's just gonna wait and be like, "Oh, that doesn't seem good." Well, Sinead's kind of captaining the boat, so I'm sure if I need to do something, she'll let me know. Oh my god! So as uh, as Arthur is getting up from his morning hangover, Q has grabbed the alcohol from him and refusing his advice. It looks like that is not Q's circus, and therefore not Q's monkey, at the fact that they might all drown. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whatever, and... my lover is underwater anyway. Like... Yeah. Uh, not to speak. He was not drinking this morning, though. 
<laughs> oh, also, good. Arthur was not drinking last night. <laughs> really? I just I, I just assumed that. I guess I, just, I made that up. I just that's my perpetual <laughs> picture of Arthur in my head. Fine, then um, he was. Yeah, all right. So as the the water is... <laughs> retcon being drunk. As uh, as the water is picking up, Sinead, you're fighting with all your might, and you're able to keep the ship from capsizing going under, although it starts to pull harder... Uh, harder and harder into dragging the ship forward and also pulling also pulling towards uh, starboard as it goes further and further the ship starts to angle a little bit I mean granted it's a very medium ship like it's not like a big galleon or nothing so it's not crazy to think that the ship might getting tossed a little bit but it's still uh, a sizable difference and you start to notice that it's pulling in almost a circular fashion until uh, it gets to the point where you can no longer steer out of it. You can no longer turn the ship to port at all. It just keeps going further and further starboard until you're in a sort of whirlpool. As you pick up speed, it looks like there is uh, something dragging dragging, uh, the ship to the bottom, causing a whirlpool from uh, beneath the waves. It does not necessarily look like it's anything magical, although it doesn't also necessarily look like it's anything non-magical either. All you know is you're spinning quickly and you can't get out of it. As the whirlpool deepens and deepens, you can see below you that uh, there's actually, like whenever you shake water in a circle on the glass and like the bottom of it gets further down, that there uh, seems to be a pit growing in the bottom quite a few feet down from uh, the edge of the ship. Oi, what on earth? Uh, so what are my options here? <laughs> I was going to say, what does one do about this? this <laughs> yeah, like, like... what am I doing? I have no... I, what? what? <laughs> All three of us are just standing on the edge of the ship like, well... Fuck. <laughs> I can I can just play taps for you guys and let it. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Season end right here. Good campaign, folks. <laughs> so uh, on the ship, you do have you know, standard items. There are some. There are some. There's some weaponry. There's there's a couple of guns. There's some things with gunpowder in them. There is a collection of uh, of fabrics of some of them of different colors. There are, um, there's a spare set of sails. Uh, you have the anchor, although that may not help at this moment. Question. <laughs> um, so yeah, figure it out. <laughs> um, and are we on the outside of the whirlpool or are we like in the middle? Like, are we like spinning around uh, like, like on the outside or are we like just fucking making circles in the middle? If, if this was a toilet bowl, like if, if this was a toilet bowl, you guys would be like, you guys would be close to the top. Like you're still on the outside of it. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay, I'm gonna call over to Q and uh, I'm gonna say, "Oi, Q, throw something in the middle." Okay, I throw something in the middle. <laughs> the middle of what? Just the, the checks the whirlpool. 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 Yeah, <laughs> the whirlpool. Yeah, throw something down the whirlpool. What did you throw down the whirlpool? I don't know. Something that's near me and brightly colored so I could see it easier. A ham sandwich. <laughs> you, if you, you said 
there was like fabric or anything, if I could just grab something. I'm not super particular. Alright, so you grab one of uh one of your distress flags, <laughs> bright bright orange colored uh, piece of fabric, and toss it down into the whirlpool. As it floats down to the bottom, it sort uh, it spins and it spins and it gets sucked underneath, and you can see it no more when it vanishes beneath the water. Okay, now what's Captain? Well, I was hoping that would reveal some information for us, but uh, I think it's kind of you know it's pretty self-evident, right? Um, can Arthur check for like is is this the type of like ship that we could row like that has the option to like use oars like below deck it does this was the middle sized ship (laughs) it it does there is basically two there's like two holes for rows there's not like a big hole rowing area because you guys chose the middle one so yeah there is but there's not like you ain't gonna be doing 80 knots over there unless you're just yoked um okay uh Sinead, try to steer us out of the whirlpool. Giuseppe, you and I are going below deck. Grab an oil, buddy. <laughs> she, like, so- uh, Sinead, like, mumbles because, like, I've been trying to get us out of the whirlpool. Why are you trying to tell me what I'm already doing? Hey, never give an order you know won't be followed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Arthur and Giuseppe, this is Giuseppe's, like, quietly freaking out. Like, he's seen some weird stuff, but, like, Usually you guys are good at sailing, so he's kind of he's not super freaked out. Um, so you guys go down into uh, the belly of the ship. You guys both have an oar, and it's sticking out of either side of the middle. <laughs> okay. Um, I think Arthur would have to be on the oar that's on the inside of the whirlpool, so he steers us out. That is some that is that is some big brain energy on your next roll, uh, which is going to be the roll to make this work. That's uh, I'll give you an extra dice on that. That's some that's some in depth thinking. Okay. Because uh, I I don't know anything about physics. Anyway, <clears throat> so you and Giuseppe are both going to res- roll resolve plus uh, athletics, <laughs> and if you guys collectively get a ten, I'll let you escape. All right, resolve and athletics. Giuseppe was very good at one of those. <laughs> really bad at the other one. If you get below a two, uh, one of you guys' ore snaps. If you get a zero, both of them snap. <laughs> so is it a combined roll or is it individual? Uh, it was combined. Okay, cool. So five No, apiece. Rob, get ten raises on your own. <laughs> like me, like I had to do. Well, I just did not do well. <laughs> I only got one raise. Uh, on the plus side, Giuseppo got two, so nothing breaks. <laughs> um, Giuseppo and, and Arthur are below deck, like, come on, lads, we can do it. And they're not doing it, actually. They're in the <laughs> water spraying about, and they're giving it all they can. It, it kind of looks like a rowing machine um, where you're not getting anywhere, but you're still doing the motion for all you, all you can. It's like that. Above, above deck... Uh, you guys still have, of course, any connection you can use with the ocean. You have any uh, ability, any gunpowder, any 
any lifeboats, <laughs> rafts. You have other just options just abandoned as well. ship while the both of us are like below deck. We come back up. And we're like, where's everybody gone? <laughs> would we have? Why would we have any reason to believe that getting in a life raft wouldn't just screw us over more? I'm just saying this is what you guys have. In- Use it as a decoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we feed the whirlpool, it won't be mad at us anymore. It was just upset with our previous offering. We must sacrifice one of the four. Let's be real. It's going to be Giuseppe. Problem solved. The ocean wants what it had and lost. Um, I'm just going to close my eyes and reach out with my mind and try to ask Lady Arval to, like, not let us die in a shipwreck again, like, that one time, like, a little guilt trip, be like, hey, remember that one time when you killed us for no reason? That kind of sucked, and I don't, as much as I miss you, I don't want to, like, die again. So, the ocean sort of, it senses your, your thoughts, it understands what you're trying to say, and the ocean left you on red. <laughs> Damn it, Rob! I was I was listening to that, and I was being like, ah, some it's music time. But then Rob cracks a joke. Sorry, 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 sorry. I like the like idea that the, that the ocean doesn't just leave you on red. The ocean just replies like red at six thirty-seven p.m. Check mark. Yeah. Um. Anyways, please go back to the very moving thing. The ocean responds with a uh, with the feeling it gives you as if you have already understood and possibly said the meaning of the ocean's thirst for uh, uh, ocean's thirst for you guys. Sinead, unrelated possibly, your black spot is getting far, far worse the more you're at the helm of the ship. As you, as every you know, good sailor would feel behind the helm, you feel as the ship is a part of you, as you are uh, on the sea, it's extension of yourself. And for some reason, as you're navigating this, these treacherous waters, the black spot is growing and hurting worse. Q, you also get the feeling that uh, Lady Arbal possibly could help you in a way. But it doesn't look like it would be it doesn't look like it would be necessarily in either of your best interests if you are able to help yourself. Um, you get the you know the feeling you get when someone says you're just gonna have to trust me and you're like, why? <laughs> um, that feeling is being like injected into your veins through the salt of the ocean. <sighs> okay. Okay, she. She feels kind of guilted now, though, by the way. The ocean feels really bad. <laughs> Good. Um, like, the ocean got guilt-tripped hard. Hell yeah. Welcome back. We are just going to get right into things, because uh, we're, we're posting this episode a little bit late this week, so let's just uh, jump into announcements and get it through. 
Uh, first shout-out, again, goes to Will Savino for providing the music for today's episode. Links to the Patreon and song titles will be in the description. You can find our new website layout at guildfellows.com. That will take you uh, to all of our links to our merch page, our Patreon, I think, and our socials, and just uh, the, the the episode, the the podcast page links so yeah go check out our our newly designed uh website thanks to amelia just at guildfellows.com the link to join our discord server is in the description uh we have a lot of fun conversations every week so just come join us don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and podchaser so we can grow and be seen by more people like you and the next episode will be out in less than a week on uh, this upcoming Wednesday, which is the, what day is that? The 19th. So that's, uh, I think, probably four or five days from now from when this is going up. So uh, yeah, thank you all again so much. And we will see you next time. Also, I just adopted a new three-month-old kitten. I'm posting pictures of her on Instagram at kiki.babykitty on Instagram. That's K-I-K-I dot babykitty. Go follow her. Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcast, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. You guys are now halfway down in the whirlpool. Um, okay, so this black spot on Sinead's hand is making her very irritated. So she's going to try to, like, pick up something heavy and throw it in, in like, right in the middle of, of the whirlpool and see if that does anything. Or if, like, there's a harpoon or something. So, uh, next to you is... There, there's a pile. I mean, it's a small enough ship to where a lot of the stuff on the ship is going to be next to you. Right. Um, but there <laughs> is a uh, a sort of flintlock flare gun. There is a cannonball, and there is a harpoon. Yeah, I'm going to take the harpoon and chuck it right in the middle as hard as I can. All right, so that's that's going to be aim plus. Uh, I've done a lot of resolve lately just because I, I really love the idea of like your grit to survive is <laughs> one of your traits. Um, what would it so be like plus brawn? Because I'm trying to throw it hard. It, it is down to it, like you're throwing it downwards, so I feel it could be it wouldn't take too much brawn, but I, I'll, I'll give it to you. Brawn plus, uh, plus aim. Gotcha. Okay. Raises. So here's the thing, it's a, it's, uh, as you're getting further down, you can sort of tell that it, this is a, 
uh, sentient whirlpool. And so it is something that could possibly be uh, combated. Um, so you can make some progress and do some wounds. It's going to be... Why, a... did, why can she see that it's a sentient whirlpool? What gives that away for her? I'm just curious. Uh, you, can, you can see like the, the like a sort of like a mouth cartoonish at the bottom eyes. of it. <laughs> yeah, cartoonish eyes and, a <laughs> and like two hands and a... I don't know, but there's there's like a, a sort of a mouth Two at the hands. bottom of it. <laughs> I'm just imagining a man like slurping super hard the bottom of the ocean. Uh, I'm imagining like Cuphead kind of animations of a whirlpool that's like spinning and like you know doing that little back and forth yeah, wiggle same. thing. They do. <laughs> um, so now that you're trying to take aim at it, you know this for the first time because you're really starting trying to nail this thing. Uh, it's going to be one raise per it's going to be one raise per um uh, per wound to inflict you can bank some for later you can use one to help a friend or you can use one to uh erase a uh, non-dramatic wound so normal combat rules i keep forgetting that i have some banked so i'm probably gonna use those to help me out but let's see what i roll okay this is a better this is better i appreciate this more than my last roll um Okay, so that's three and then uh okay, I rolled three and I'm gonna add one of my banked ones, so that's four. Alright. Um when Sinead does better at chucking a harpoon than she does at <laughs> sailing. She's mad. It's her it's her anger that that's she's hurting. She's Do you use it. all four of those to inflict wounds? Uh what the other ones were to help someone else or to bank, so yeah, I'm just gonna use all those to to fuck them up. Alright. Uh, Sinead, you grab the harpoon, with, which means that your hand is, like, in searing pain. One of it's gripping the wheel. The other one picks up a harpoon and throws it. She's got a one-hand feel when on you're the hurting. wheel. The when other you're... on her harpoon. <laughs> I mean, she's not going to be thinking straight if she's in as much pain as you describe. True. I just, that's some, wow, that is some great stuff going on there. <laughs> Our song is a war giant whirlpool <laughs> and the four of us on the show. I can't. I couldn't continue that bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so this harpoon goes way, way down uh, into the bottom of it. You hear like a roaring, like a... <laughs> like that. And um, wow. the... <laughs> Wasn't expecting there. that. Author like, like stops rowing and looks at Giuseppo and they're just like both like in disbelief, like making eye contact. Like, do we look like do we look over to see what that was or do we just keep rowing? <laughs> and and unison they just start rowing harder than before. <laughs> just like, let's get the fuck out of here. Um there was a, a rope attached to the end of the harpoon and it snapped completely off. Uh could not it could not hold attention of the ship pulling away from uh, the mouth in the whirlpool. Um, you did some serious damage. 
However, the sound was loud enough to where the ship is was like you could feel like the waves from it. Like that was loud. Like all of you guys are your ears are going to be ringing. That was very loud. Um, it was it was enough to really disorient you. Yes, but continue. I mean, I, I did my action. I heard it for whatever it's. That's true. We we Arthur and uh, Q still have reactions from this sequence. And I get the sense that it is like hungry for us. Like it's this is some like weird cosmic balancing, right? You asking who are you who are you asking here? I'm asking the DM because you said that when I was like, I think the ocean is mad that we're alive. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You can definitely infer that from your interaction with uh, her highness. Who also misses you, by the way. Aww, I miss her too. Yeah. Are there are there any other things I can shoot at the water? I'm not like super good with weapons, but I can try. You say there was another gun. There's a flare gun. Yes, used for emergencies, which can which can help alert someone to your position, if you okay. guys really get in a pinch, or you can just shoot it at the thing. Which if you guys really get in a pinch and you sink and you're floating, you won't have the flare gun to use to summon the ship relatively easily, but. You know. Well, when you put it that way, I almost don't want to shoot the flare gun into the whirlpool. I mean, it's it's up to you. It will do damage. That's like five dramatic wounds pretty much instantly. Yeah, I'll shoot the. I'm gonna shoot the flare gun into the whirlpool. All right. But if you guys if you guys do lose this, you're basically gonna die. But that's okay. Um, The flare gun is next to uh, Sinead. Just go grab it and then roll me, and then just roll me aim plus resolve. I'll always resolve with you. Never, All you gotta do um, is get at least a two. At. Yeah, just get that at least a two, and that's a hit. And it does five wounds. unlikely. Five wounds, though. Come on. It's a gun. Uh, yeah, I got one. All right, so it barely... <laughs> you fire the flare gun. You're only hoping to motion save. And it goes straight up into the air. <laughs> that bad? Well, a zero, you would have, like, hit somebody or your own ship. So, I mean, it could have been worse. Um, I also could have made it more of a sliding scale, but that would have increased the amount of raises you needed to hit, which isn't what I wanted to do at that gotcha. moment. Um, so, yeah, like... Zeros, you hurt somebody. One's a utter miss, and two's a bullseye's a short range. But it's better than making you roll like a five. <laughs> um, you shoot straight into the air. Like you pick it up. It must have been on a bit of a hair trigger, and you don't hit anybody with it. But that's a miss. No damage taken to the mouth whirlpool at all. <laughs> and that's uh, all I got. Arthur, what's your plan, buddy? Um, so Arthur, at this point, in the span of like. 20 seconds heard a giant roar coming from the ocean and then just saw the shimmer of a flare being being reflected on the water and his curiosity at this point has gotten the better of him um so he gives Giuseppe the other oar which I'm sure he's thrilled about and he heads back up (laughs) and just like looks around and is like what did I miss below deck what is going on up here (laughs) Yes, yeah, Sinead's like holding one hand on the wheel and bleeding. <laughs> well, not bleeding, but her arm is killing her. She she's just doing a, 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 a harpoon. Q's holding a gun. Um. <laughs> Never a good sign. <laughs> okay, is the anchor on our ship 
like on the same side as like the whirlpool it is the anchor is a uh, starboard i don't know if that's historically accurate but it's 7c so i deem it accurate okay so arthur's gonna go to the anchor i don't know how it's connected to the ship because some some ships it's like out of the side and you like haul it in from the inside of the ship but all the times it's like on the outside either it's like you can like actually grab it but uh, however he releases the anchor he wants <laughs> arthur wants to like drop the anchor in the middle of the whirlpool and smash whatever's down there okay uh, it's i don't think you can really like i mean it's an anchor this thing is heavy enough to stop a ship from moving like you can't like just throw it <clears throat> you can drop it but you're not quite over the middle of the whirlpool enough yet to like just drop it okay you have to I guess you could wait till you're like at the bottom and then just like an anvil and a looney tune and just bonk. Okay, so, so Arthur goes over to the anchor and then the uh, Pokemon dialogue screen pops over his head and it says, there's a time and place for everything, but not now. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> at least that's what goes through his head. Um, but you get, the, you get I, the idea. I love how Rob, with like five seconds of our time together, took over DMing, made an anachronism, and then made everything Pokemon. Thank I mean, you. I take over di- DMing. <laughs> I, have, I have free range over what my character thinks. <laughs> Just, oh, okay, this is, okay, it is all in your head. You said that. I, I was picturing, like, it's, like, in the sky or something. Like, there's a time no. and place for everything. <laughs> it's, like, that's just the that, Pokemon. That, those are just the words. Those are just the words that he thinks. I was just making it. Okay. Sorry okay, to I, break yeah. the, the accuracy <laughs> of the 7C universe. <laughs> we are very loyal upon the consistency of this world. Okay. I'm, I'm just um, giving you... Yeah, it's funny. Okay, so can he can he see the harpoon sticking out of the creature? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. it, it is visible and easy to, easy to aim at unless you're shooting a flare gun, I guess. Alright. Um, he is going to try to shoot it with his bow and arrow, I think. Because he can All do right. it pretty quickly. Alright. Um, notch, uh, notch one up. And, uh, let's let it fly. That's going to be um, aim plus... Let's make that one finesse. Um, and if you have any special tools with it, HMU. <laughs> I do. So I have the accurate archer ability. So I get a free raise on attacks made with a bow. Nice. Um, yeah. It's just an automatic wound. Yep. So normal combat rules one raise to one wound inflicted on the creature. Okay. So I got one automatically. Okay. So I. Regrettably, I rolled two ones and two twos, so I got two raises altogether. All right. It's the day of the low rate, the low rolls. <laughs> it's sort of a miracle you even hit anything at all. As your as Arthur Neo knocks up, just notches on that arrow and aims it. It's the ship is spinning at like fifty knots in a complete circle. As it rocks back and forth, you're completely disoriented from the loudest screech ever. Like, it's you still manage to hit it and cause two wounds of damage. It lands right next to the harpoon. Um, clearly not a bullseye. Did not hit it in a vulnerable spot. But 
um, through your ability, literally, by game mechanic, <laughs> of being able to shoot anything. Uh, Arthur does what he does best, buries an arrow right in there. As you guys continue to spin, you are now uh, about four-fifths of the way to the bottom, uh, in which you guys all meet your uncomfortable watery dooms and have to re-roll new characters. Anyway. <clears throat> and as... <laughs> As uh, as you guys near the bottom, you notice on the far, far, far horizon, it looks like a dot has appeared and is getting slightly larger, as if somebody heard a nuclear bomb's worth of noises. <laughs> Oi, Q, you still got that flare gun? I don't. I think this is there more flares or just the one? Uh, that no, that was it. That was all. That that was all the flare. Yeah, it did no, see the flare. the flare. It did see the flare, though. I mean, uh, that's... Oh, gotcha. Uh, okay. It's headed rapidly towards you. Uh, it heard a very loud noise, and then somebody shot a flare. So it's... It, you guys aren't exactly subtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything according to my master plan as a backup to save us. <laughs> uh, as you guys uh, sink one step closer to it, it's the top of the round again. So who would like to do... What for another round as the ship gets closer to you guys and you get closer to the bottom of the sea? See, like, I'm kind of at an impasse here because, like, I feel like we're not going to be able to actually kill this thing. But it's just a waiting game after that to see if we can get the, the, the people to come help us. So um, I think what Sinead is going to do is just going to go back to the to the wheel and try to try to finesse the the, sh- the way out of the whirlpool again i'd right. like to help in any way i can okay so you're going to grab a hold of the wheel and help uh Sinead <laughs> try and get you guys out of this mess before he roll raises uh uh arthur what's the plan would Arthur like he's probably whether messing or- with the sails actually sorry um Okay. Would Arthur know whether or not the barrels full of gunpowder are waterproof? I don't think they would be, because they would probably be wood. Uh, they are not, but they're um, not all of them are like soaking wet all the way through. Okay, so I'm just going to tell you the plan I had in my head, and I'll let you tell me whether or not this is possible with the physics of gunpowder in this game. But Arthur was thinking about hucking one of the barrels of gunpowder overboard and shooting it with a gun once it's like in the center so it explodes but if that only works if it doesn't get like besotted before it like reaches i feel like that would blow us up as well so (laughs) maybe not that um i will say you can absolutely explode like i i don't know if mid-air shotting of uh, you don't even have a gun right now, so that wouldn't exactly work. But yeah. if you found a way to light on f- fire and blow it up, that would actually work. However, that <laughs> Sinead is correct. That would also cause some damage to you guys. Um, it may or may not, depending on how well you guys roll and how good Q and Sinead are together at sailing, whether it would actually sink the ship or not. It would hit you guys. You guys take some wounds. It would cause enough damage to seriously injure or even kill uh, the whirlpool monster. So it is up to you. Okay. Um, I still want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hope you guys are really good at dodging debris and fire and death. 
You guys are good at dodging death. You're fucking This bored. is an emergency. We need to explode a monster. You're just gonna make power. my life harder. Well, it's gonna be roll hella raises. Hella raises coming uh. your, your way, Shanae. Uh, okay, so Arthur's gonna try to. So Arthur's gonna grab a gun and stuff it in his waistband, and then he's going to roll a barrel gunpowder to the edge of the ship. So the, there, you don't have like a flintlock pistol. You've got like plenty of flammables and things to start fires. So you don't have like a gun gun though. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you have there... the empty flare gun. <laughs> is there any? Okay, can he like find a rag and grab a bottle of alcohol? Yeah. Okay. Um. He is going to wet the rag with the alcohol and tie it around an arrow. Arthur, what the hell are you doing? Not now, Sinead, trying to fight a monster with fire that lives in the ocean. It's not a good idea, but it's all I have. You realize the ship is made of wood? I do realize that, but there's another ship on the horizon, and I bet that we'll be able to swim better once there's not a whirlpool, so we're going for it. Um, so, yeah. Once he gets the, the rag affixed to the arrow, um, and, like, gets the barrel, like, on the edge, he has to kick the barrel in and then light the arrow with, I'm assuming, his tinderbox that he has. Um, All right. He's, like, flint and steel. <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> try and hit the barrel. <laughs> it's gonna be finesse plus aim. And, uh... For dramatic effect, I will keep it a secret how many you're going to need to roll for this. I'm totally kidding. I'm telling you ahead of time. Um, <laughs> it's going to be at least... It's going to be at least a three to be able to hit it. Okay. Fuck. Um, it's a good thing I, ha I get one automatically. Um, okay. Let me just roll. Come on, dice. Don't fuck me on this one. <laughs> Okay, okay, we can, we can work with this, we can work with this. <clears throat> okay, um, alright, so I've got one more dice. I have to roll at least a three. So get the third raise. <laughs> that was a one, so I was literally like two dice values off, so I got two raises. Amazing. At least the well, ship won't explode because I can't hit it. So, or maybe you only explode the ship. Yeah, I don't know how that's kind of what I, I was thinking. I don't know how I would manage to, to only shoot it too early. Oh, I just like sneeze and release the arrow too <laughs> soon. <laughs> or like the fact that we're jostling in a whirlpool throws you off balance, it jerks your gun the wrong way or whatever. So not gun, but bomb. You. So how many did you say you got? Yeah, there's no way around that. Yeah, so I got two races. I was so, literally so close. I have three dice that are going towards one raise that just didn't get completed. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Two raises, you do hit the barrel. It's okay. just a little too close to the ship. No! <laughs> Not the best timing. So, Sinead's going to have to roll Ugh. hella raises, or you guys are all dead. <laughs> and I mean dead. <laughs> and real dead this time. Not fake dead I like it last time. I swear to God. Did I, I kill the monster? <laughs> Did I kill the monster? So, give no, me a second. No, you killed us. <laughs> so, I, um, 
So <laughs> At least you have uh, Rob you. releases the arrow of fate, and it. He, I guess he mistimed <laughs> how long it's gonna take. So as Arthur's arrow smashes into the side of the barrel, it just blows up. Uh, everything goes like white for a second. Like we're talking bright lights, fire. It's a barrel of gunpowder. These things blow up. I've seen National Treasure like 30 times. And there's just boom! Right in the middle of the whirlpool. And you hear a... <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Talking about something like that. And oh then God, that really the thing just <laughs> <laughs> absolutely just, just implodes as tentacles and teeth are like on fire. It is not having a good day it is absolutely obliterated and uh, a dark purple inky substance just starts billowing up from the ocean um however however as this happens uh we're gonna go back just a couple seconds so rewind so we rewinded Sinead you see the the barrel being thrown off the edge of the ship. You can see the, the uh, art there about to lose a flaming arrow. You could probably guess what's going to happen. So your job is to steer the ship enough away um, to where the ship and your crew takes minimal damage. <sighs> Originally, it was just the ship that was going to take damage. Oh, Christ. However, since Arthur rolled a two since arthur is a fucking dumbass <laughs> the crew is now also eligible for damage for the fewer raises that you get q is helping you so q's rolls will add to yours and both of you guys do this together okay as it stands all of you guys are going to take one one dramatic and two minor wounds apiece including Giuseppe, all, all four of you guys the ship is going to be sunk for sure. So one dramatic and two. Uh, so one one dramatic and two minor is a total of seven wounds. So each raise you get is going to reduce that. Um, is going to reduce that by one. Uh, by one. If you can give me seven total between the two of you, you guys don't take any. Don't take any damage. But the ship is going to be sunk. On the flip side of things, you can also angle the ship if you choose. You guys take most of the damage by steering away from it, <laughs> protecting the deep hole of the ship, um, the part near that's in the in the water. But the but angling the deck towards the angling the deck towards the the end the, the explosion. You guys will end up taking the ship will not be sunk. You guys will end up taking three full, full dramatic wounds. Minus one for every raise that you guys get. So you can steer away from it, sink the ship, make you guys uh, take fewer, steer towards it, protect the hole. The deck gets cut up with you guys. Um, it is up to you. So I'm going to do the first option where we take less damage, but the ship takes more. All right. So you and Q are going to crank that wheel. The ship is going to be sunk for sure. Uh, the monster is dead. The ship will be sunk. Uh, basically seven wounds. Um, one of those would be dramatic. Minus one for each r raise you guys get to uh, get together. That's resolve. 
plus sailing for the both of you. All right. Let's go. That's what plus sailing? Resolve. Resolve. I'm not good at that. I have a question for while they're rolling. Is Arthur going to yes. take damage regardless since he was like on the side of the ship with the explosion? <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, I feel like Arthur, he should be punished for his actions. I would also like <laughs> yeah, to be punished for this because it would be really weird if Arthur was like, wow, like that was kind of whack. And then everyone else is like really like, fucked up about it. Like, So uh, Arthur is going to take one dramatic wound no matter what. Arthur is going to take that plus the six or plus the seven <laughs> so two and a half uh, which means if you do the math and you'd steer the ship towards it arthur would have taken like three wounds short of helpless and dead <laughs> um so anyway he deserves it <laughs> so arthur you take one dramatic wound already plus seven minus one for every raise that they get up to a flat zero you can't go negative so if they roll like 10 raises you still take a full dramatic wound make sense yeah, no worries for me. Awesome. All okay. right. I got four raises. Oh, I got two. All right. So <laughs> the barrel explodes all over the place right before it does. Q and Sinead crank the wheel away. You guys can hear Giuseppo screaming in the barrels like, what's going <laughs> on? Ah! <laughs> and... Is this is a great slow motion shot? Is just the ship slowly turns away, exposing to the bottom of the whirlpool, the bottom of the ship, like the whole barnacle encrusted and all. The port side of the ship, the deck on the port side, is like gracing the wall of the whirlpool because it's leaning so far away. And you guys start sliding away, <laughs> sliding port side, as you guys are completely shielded from the explosion. It just boom, like it's just goes off and the explosion completely knocks out the whole of the ship giuseppo comes flying out from the middle of it the force explosion forced him out of the bowels in the ship <laughs> and into the water uh of the uh of the wall of the whirlpool it breaks the ship in half everybody takes one wound except for arthur who is really close to the explosion who takes a total of eight which I don't think is quite two dramatic wounds yet, but it's up there. <laughs> Does everyone take one dramatic wound, you mean? Yes. Well, no, okay, actually, so... no. It's just it's one like normal wound. Like, it was like seven wounds total oh, cool. minus six. So yeah. it's just one normal wound. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, because uh, Sinead actually rolled really well this time. Except for Arthur, who is did take a dramatic wound no matter what. <laughs> Plus three minor wounds on top of that one. I couldn't save him from his own stupidity. It's <laughs> <laughs> just boom. The monster is super dead. And I mean dead. But you guys are also pretty close to it as you're floating in the ocean. That that's that's it. You guys are floating in the ocean. Now 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 what? <laughs> so how far is the how far is the, the dot now? It's getting slowly closer. You can make it out on the horizon. You can clearly tell the pirate's flag. It is a pirate ship. <laughs> ah, great. Great. Ah, good. I know the ship is, like, super exploded, but is it, like, actively sinking, or is it just we can limp until the ship finds us? No, it's, it's like, act, like, it's pretty... There's some bits of it still topside, but it's got a few seconds before it's completely underwater. Like, it's in half. Well, then I would probably suggest we'll make our way to the, the lifeboats now. <laughs> 
Yep. What? Oh no, the life lifeboats are also gone. Like that's that that went down. Like ah. they're they're shredded. <laughs> I'm going to break off a door or any sort of piece of wood to float onto. Uh, there is plenty of wood. Yes, <laughs> planks. Yeah, Sinead does the same. Also, I I realized that I made a negative sound at this when uh, we realized these were pirates, but Sinead is literally a pirate. So I feel like that's going to work to our advantage, actually. Uh, Like, that's literally her first background. She is a pirate. I hope there's honor among among thieves then. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like at the very least, they have to respect the fact that I just blew up a monster. Uh, Do they, though? Because you also blew up your ship while you did it. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. We're yeah, alive. From their though. perspective, we're alive. I, I hope you know that they did not. See, they didn't see a monster. Okay, they just saw a whirlpool. So all they saw was you guys like getting stuck in some choppy waters, and then Rob blowing your guys' ship up. That's what they saw. Wait, how close are they then? Because if they can see us in the whirlpool, like they're not on the horizon, then like that's actually- no, not anymore. Like they, they move slowly though. Like they're we got like a few miles an hour. It's moving towards you guys, and the you guys all grab different planks of wood to uh, to drift on, and you just have to wait it out. Uh, Q, you feel kind of comforted by the fact that you're an ocean, as if it's giving you uh, a nice hug. Uh, Arthur, your hair is on fire. Um, Giuseppo looks unconscious on his piece of wood. Sinead's <laughs> hand is no longer hurting, but is almost completely black at this point. Um, okay, wait. So it's it's still growing, but it doesn't hurt anymore. No, no. Like it 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 grew to that point, and now it stopped. Like it stopped growing, but that's oh. how far it got. Okay. And as uh, you guys wait in in the water with bl- burning planks of wood, uh, the pirate ship comes right comes right up on you guys. You hear somebody uh, yell something that sounded a little Italian, as it were, as uh, the ship lowers uh, lowers a ladder, and you see a man dressed as a pirate with some Giuseppo-style uh, clothing lean over the deck and uh, say, Come aboard! I mean, we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, <laughs> kind of yeah, really much <laughs> else I mean, we can do. Arthur just get- caused an explosion that is probably alienated from anybody that truly cares about him, so he's just going to stay silent on this <laughs> one and just get on the damn ship. Yeah. Um, oh my god, my new headcanon for Arthur is Seahawk from She-Ra. <laughs> you lost me on that one. <laughs> oh my god, everyone go watch She-Ra. I will, I'll ask Cass about it. She's been talking about She-Ra like 24-7 since she finished it. It's so cute. So as, uh, Giuseppo's still unconscious, by the way. Does anyone grab him or you can, like, leave him there? Uh, Arthur's gonna grab him. Uh, so you guys climb into the top of the ship. It's a large, large pirate ship. You're surrounded by about two dozen pirates of seems to be various backgrounds but predominantly Vodachin uh, a really wide cast one uh, pirate she looks over somebody else and whispers something the whispers start to uh, spread throughout the ship <clears throat> and then in the middle of the crowd a very large man with a uh, black hat who seems to be an authority figure 
crosses his arms and smirks at the unconscious lad being loaded on. And he says, Well, well, Giuseppo Vivaldi, son of Antonio Vivaldi, and Enrico Marcello, the two most powerful men in Vodacci, two merchant princes ransom right here on our ship. how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.